Jay right in your face. Welcome back to the Fadeaway Podcast, episode number 25. I'm your host, Fede. I got my boy Zaid here with me. We're brought to you by the Ball is Life Podcast Network. Chris Boucher episode. Ben Simmons episode. Ben Simmons episode. How you Derek doing, bro? Rose episode. A lot of a lot of oh, D Rose twenty fives. A lot of twenty fives uh, in the league, actually. Man. Is D Rose back to the Bulls days? Because the last couple of games they put him in the starting lineup, and boy, has he been a problem. He he's not Bulls Derrick Rose. He's matured veteran Derrick Rose. Still a very honestly, I think he could start on any not any maybe not any team in the league, but he can start on a lot of teams in the league. So for him to move to the starting lineup. Um, was a very very interesting decision. I, let's just start. Let's just go ahead and start because you already brought that up. Yeah, I mean, um, no, I was gonna ask how you were, but I don't think we matter. This is playoff basketball. Who cares right about now that right now? Leafs game seven tonight, so we can't. we gotta we gotta chop go. chop. We gotta go. We gotta go. Chop so, chop. Let's go. Uh, let's start with the East because honestly, I think the East we can wrap up pretty quickly. The East has been pretty disappointing. Uh, Not gonna lie to you. There's already uh, a series that's done. A little bit, uh, you know, kind of expected for the most part. Um, let's 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 stick with New York and, and Atlanta since we're talking about them. Uh, Atlanta takes the commanding three-one lead. Um, Derrick Rose has moved into to, into the starting lineup. I think mm-hmm. for Game Four, uh, uh, three and four, three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit confused at that move because Derrick Rose was giving you great production off the bench. Well, um, regardless, Alfred Payne paid, played five to eight minutes, and he D Rose will get thirty-six off. The exactly. Bench. So whether he move, whether he starts, or whether he comes off the bench, it doesn't really make much of a difference. Maybe. Uh, some bench production might, I think, be better for for the Knicks at this point. Give him a spark off the bench, um, but he's still playing those starting minutes. The biggest story is two two twofold for me, I guess, for for that series. Trey Young has been virtually unstoppable. He's a problem, man. Um, despite me and despite a lot of people not enjoying his fishing for calls uh, in that one specific move he has, he's been a problem. Mm-hmm. His handles unreal. Uh, his ability to get to the basket is unreal. His shooting ability is unreal. Um, there's players who are ready for the spotlight, and there's players who are not ready for the spotlight. And you can look at it. You can just directly compare Julius Randle, which pains me to say, mm-hmm. and Trey Young. Trey Young has been ready. This is his first playoff series. He's ready. He's leading his team. He's making his team go. He's leading. You know, he's doing everything he possibly can for his team to win it, and he's ele- elevating his game. In the postseason, Julius Randle, on the other hand, it's been a tough stretch for him. Um, it seems like the, the the Hawks have been able to figure out how to play him, how to guard him. Um, he's been really struggling from shooting from the field, um, and that that's you know hats off to to Nate McMillan and the staff for figuring that out. But as somebody who loved seeing Julius's rise this year, uh, seeing the Knicks rise this year, it's really really disappointing to see your struggle in that series yeah absolutely um he's definitely been you know inefficient uh this has been a very chippy series let's just start off they by all saying have that. been which has been great uh this one especially this one i thought that they were gonna pop off especially with the spitting incident um with the fans spitting on trey young which is completely unacceptable disgusting like I, you can yell profanities and say whatever you like not say whatever you want but you can say a lot of stuff spitting on them but now? spitting on somebody like you would never hit one of the players, so don't spit on them. That's even more disrespectful. I don't want to get into that, but just a weird whole thing. But that whole series has been very chippy. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Collins and Julius actually were going at it pretty hard yeah. uh, at the beginning of game three. And um, 
I found it pretty interesting because John Collins looked at Julius. He's like, who the F are you talking to? I've been guarding you all series. You haven't done ish. 20, and he really hasn't. He 20, had- 26%. Shooting game one, thirty-one percent shooting game two, thirteen percent shooting game three, thirty-seven. And he had game twenty-three, four. ten, and seven, which is it's a nice-looking stat line. But he took nineteen shots, made seven for nineteen, minus seventeen. It's tough, man, and you're not going to really do that. But on the other hand, you have a very deep team. Uh, you have Gallinari, who gave them twenty-two or twenty-one off the bench last game, twelve the game before. Mm-hmm. Uh, hasn't obviously been like fantastic, but he's been pretty decent. And like we said, Trey Young averaging uh, – he, he actually had his stats up here for the playoffs. He bumped his scoring up two points. Yeah. 27.5 points a game, 10 assists a game. Double-double. He's shooting 37% from three, which is not bad not for a bad. guy who's launching it as much as he is. From as far out as he is. Yep, absolutely. And 96% from the free throw line. He came so. to play. It, it shows. It shows in how – you know. Certain guys are ready for the moment, and these young stars, like you said last week, the league is in such good hands. The young stars in our league are are, are really going to carry the NBA forward, and you see that going. You see that you know already coming into fruition. So, you know, it it just sucks that Julius Randle hasn't been able to rise, you know, rise to the occasion. It's tough. Um, hopefully, it's something that he takes as a learning lesson going mm-hmm. forward. Um, the Knicks, as a team, also don't look the most prepared, and that you can put on. Tibbs, uh, you can put on the coaching staff. You can, they just didn't look like they're ready. The Hawks came out from game one looking like they wanted they wanted everything and they wanted to win everything and they wanted all the smoke. So they just, the Hawks just looked like the better team. And I think the Knicks are just happy to be there, kind of thing. It's unfortunate uh, that they're just happy to be there though. That's, they that's kind of so what I'm feeling. Better. They and then, like so in the better. blink of an eye, their run is over because yo. Uh, Reggie Bullock, I'm not expecting much out of him, and we talked about him being 50, 40, 90, but like not really. Yeah. He had zero points in 33 minutes, minus 16. Yeah. At what point are you too invaluable given how good you are defensively if you're giving them zero points offensively? Taj Gibson starting for them at the center, six points, 24 minutes. I mean, you're not expecting much out of him either. But, I mean, why not just throw in some more top-in minutes? He's your he's your lottery pick. You might as well. You might as well at that point. You don't have much to lose at this Topping point. Toppin gave them 13 points in 18 minutes. He could Taj, play. Taj I, gave I, them 6 in 24. I think Toppin is a bit underrated. People think, uh, I mean, Manuel quickly, think zero points, 13 minutes. Like, that can't happen. But I feel like he deserves a little bit more than 13 minutes. But, I mean. If he's producing like that, especially yeah. producing better than Todd Gibson, I think he, he should put him in. It, de- it depends on matchups. It depends on how the game's going. But at this point, you're down 3-1. You got to it's make, t- yeah, you it's gotta make some serious adjustments. It's, it's over it now. Over. I, I do agree. Um I was wrong on this one. I thought the Knicks were coming were going to come out way way better, especially defensively. Defensively, they didn't they have they just the team has not looked like themselves and Trey's been able to carve them up. Um and they've been the, terrible the, on both ends the, to be the, honest. Yeah, exactly. The team play has been great by by the Hawks. Everybody who's expected to show up has has shown up. And they're a very underrated deep team. They've got a, they've got a, a few guys who can really put the ball in the hole. So um I would say I mean, personally, for me, maybe I, I just don't want to give Atlanta that, that credit yet, but I think it's more for me, it's more of a disappointment on the Knicks than it is a, um impressive win by the Hawks. The Hawks have been great. They've been playing really well, yeah. but they haven't really been going up against much. Yeah. So, and uh, RJ Barrett, I just want to point out, he's down from 17.6 on the year to 13.8. He's shooting 27% from the three-point line. Mm-hmm. He shot 40% from the three this year. 
Yeah, it, it's tough. Twenty seven percent. It's tough when it's your first playoff series. The Garden is going bu- is bumping a lot of pressure. Even even though there shouldn't be any pressure on the Knicks, there still is a media expectation. There is still is a fan oh, expectation. Oh, definitely. It's, but it's New York. I think they do have the one-year grace period. I think this year is that one year you get of the fans being like, you know what? It's we've the first been, year. We've been trash. Yeah. We're happy to be here. We're relevant again. Now we can hit the summer and try to get better pieces because you acknowledge that we talked about it all year. They're misfits. Yeah. At the end of the day, I yeah. think that they overachieved. Definitely. And, and that's the thing. Like I heard an interesting perspective on this is both of these franchises overachieved. Like Atlanta, they uh, – they, I want to say overachieved, but considering where they were when they fired their coach they, to where they are they now, they, they, they came a long way. So both of these guys, regardless, had they ended up in different matchups, let's say one of them faced Brooklyn, one faced Philly, yeah. both franchises would be happy with the first-round exit saying, you know what, for the last however many years, we've been bad. our nucleus now is young, we have it together, and now we made the playoffs, we're fine. But now one of these two franchises – is gonna have that staple on them, like you made the second round. So now you have to I, I'm, do that over again. I'm not so confident in the Knicks. You, I'm not so confident in the Knicks having a, a real nucleus. Like you, you look at you compare these two franchises. You have a really young franchise in, in Atlanta, where they've got a, a great young young nucleus with uh, Trey John Collins if he comes back. Uh, you got Clint Capella, and then you've got. Um, also, like veteran leadership, like Lou Williams, you've got um, Bogdanovich. Gallinari, Bogdanovich as well. Is a pretty young player as well. You look at the Knicks. You're like, okay, Julius Randle, he's year seven right now, I believe. Um, Derek Rose, who's a vet, he's your, maybe your second it's, best it's player. The, RJ it's Barrett, Julius RJ. RJ Barrett is a second year guy, so the timelines are so much different when it comes to the Knicks. It doesn't Topping look like quickly. It doesn't look like they have a young core yet. There's still a lot. A lot I, of pieces I to think. Develop. I mean, like. They drafted Toppin to be a part of the young core. He's a top ten pick. I don't know what, you know, what that situation is going to be young for him. Pieces they've got. Uh, I don't know if they got a young core yet. I think yeah. there's a difference in maybe the they're continuity. just one piece away. But the good thing about being in New York is you're in the Big Apple. If you're relevant, it makes it that much easier to attract somebody. Oh, so. for sure. Yeah, a lot, a lot easier to attract somebody. Um, we'll see what kind of moves they make in the offseason because right now five games is going to be enough for them, it looks like. Mm-hmm. If they extend it to a game six, I'll be pretty shocked because if you're down 3-1 for the most part, yeah. especially when you're a young team, first-year team in the playoffs, you're, you know, you're, 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 your heart is broken already. It's yeah. done. Um, Let's move on because we, we spent too much time on, on this series. I, it's a good one, though. I, it's 3-1 a good one. Doesn't, doesn't tell the whole story. I think it's, it's been, been a better chippy. series. It's been chippy, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I agree with that. Let's, let, let's do the, the, the easy ones. Philadelphia and Washington. Um, I no, thought Washington was going to do a lot better. I mean, didn't maybe like four two, maybe four two. Yeah, at least two games, but, but it looks like it's going to be a sweep. Nah. Uh, game four is tonight. It's tonight, yeah. Um, so that today is Monday. Um, so it looks like it's going to be a sweep, a sweep by the end of this. I'll we'll tell see. you what, though, man. Joel Embiid looks really good. Really good. The, uh, the, the team. Tobias looks really Harris good, man. looks really good. Doc and Rivers. I just want to say earlier this year we I went know. on Falco. We went on Falco I when the trade did, happened, yeah. yeah, and you guys laughed me off the stage when I said Philly could be a challenger. Philly's looking pretty good right now, man. They're pl- looking good, well coached. Doc Rivers is looking like he's, you know, he's laughing right now. He's laughing, he's laughing, he's laughing right now. They're well constructed. Daryl Morey's laughing, yeah. and I, I just, I don't know if they can stay healthy. Yeah, Joel Embiid's looked great. They've and another guy that's looked great is another guy who struggled too in Giannis, which is going to be very interesting. But Philly is cruising. They should cruise. Next they're going to get Atlanta. Atlanta. You know what though? I I thought they were gonna cruise, but I didn't expect Trey Young to be a problem. 
Can Trey Young get past Ben Simmons? Defensive player I don't of the know. year, Ben Simmons, maybe? I don't know. That, that'll be I interesting. Don't know. Uh, I don't think it'll be a cruise. I think that one, if that's if we're going to predict that one, I think that one's going to go to six. Mm-hmm. If it's Philly, uh, Atlanta, I think that one will go to six. I do think Philly will, it looks like, I mean, they've got the easiest path, I guess, to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yep. So um, that's going to be a sweep for the Philly and Washington series. If, it, if Washington does come out strong and they win today, um, it'll be over in five. There's no doubt about that. One of the most shocking, probably the most shocking series of this playoffs has been the Milwaukee-Miami series. And wow, did we get fooled. You know, I would have, I would love to go back in time to check what the, the odds were if you took a bet on, on, Milwaukee, on a Milwaukee, Milwaukee sweep. Wow. Like you probably could have made a million bucks. <laughs> like, there's no way anyone predicted a sweep. There's money to be made, and it, it looked horrible for the Miami Heat. Nobody, like, if you want, when you want, when you want to talk about a team breaking down from the decimated. get-go, it was it was horrible. Milwaukee did not go up against quality competition. Yep. I can't say they that. lost by an average of twenty points a game. Jimmy Butler <laughs> didn't score more than twenty points in a single game. I think in in, in the playoff in, nope. in the series. Um, Bam Adebayo had a very disappearing series. He didn't look like himself. Um, and Giannis Drew was it played. You know, Drew, Drew was proved incredible. to be a huge piece for the Bucks. Chris Middleton was balling out all all series. Um, the additions of PJ Tucker definitely helped them out. Brent Forbes was great off the bench. Exact Spurs uh, touch. Vincenzo also was 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 phenomenal this series. But. He's out for the series. He's out That's, for the season. That changes a lot for them going no, going I mean, into I, Brooklyn. I won't say a lot. It I, will change a lot going into Brooklyn. Defense is a is a very quality player to have. I think if you have somebody else step up, he it's brings doable. in great defense though. He That's brings he does bring great defense. I I don't think he's gonna be the. T- I mean, he's an extra body. Maybe he could put on Kyrie or James Harden. Not going to do much against those guys because those guys virtually unguardable. Um, oh, man, we're seeing it now from. From uh, from that perspective, like Giannis or somebody on the on Bucks, that this isn't the bubble anymore, and it's. <laughs> I mean, listen, you can you can go back and say the bubble was was different style of play, different mm-hmm. no fans, no you know different pressures on them, but Milwaukee came in and handled business. Yep, and nobody expected them to do that. Um, I'm sure everybody's kicking their themselves, saying, "Wow, we should have maybe saw this coming and given them more you know benefit of the doubt." But Miami needs to regroup. You to know, say they, the least, they need to regroup and. Jim Butler's getting older. They're getting ripped right now because they didn't give up Tyler Hero for James Harden. And look at it. Look, look what could have happened. Yeah. So I don't know how true that is. Maybe it is true. I don't know if they even would have taken it with Tyler Hero because they did get a pretty good offer in terms of picks. But right. man, um, I didn't expect it. But you know, it is what it is. I think I we both predicted a Miami win in that series. Yeah, they ended up getting decimated. So <sighs> another guy I want to call out in a good way, uh, Giannis. Great series, a guy man. who struggles well historically done. in the playoffs played a great series. I think the effect of Drew Holiday is great because last year they would throw him the ball and say, figure it out, and he couldn't do it. Yeah, And he's just not that kind of guy because, unfortunately, Eric Bledsoe was just not it. He wasn't the guy. He often disappeared, didn't show up, turnovers, bad misses. Also not as good as a playmaker as Drew. Yeah, and then you bring in Drew, Drew like, playmaker, player, defense, man. leader, like – and everyone that plays with Drew Holiday says he's a quality guy. So yeah. it's, you know, I, I'm happy to see it. I like Drew Holiday a lot. Giannis is hard to not like. He's a very likable guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Middleton's always like, you know, he seems like a good guy. So I feel like it's a good guy team, small market city. 
Um, and because my team's not in it this year, I, I would be happy with a Milwaukee win. I, I would uh, like to see Giannis hoist a trophy. Um, I don't think it's going to happen regardless. That next round is going to be wild. That next round is going to be crazy. Let's move on to that next, the, Bo- the, the Brooklyn mm-hmm. and Boston series. Boston was able to steal one this past week. With uh, Jason. Not Boston, Jason Tatum. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, and it took 50 points from Jason Tatum for them to steal a game. Uh, Kyrie had an off night that night, so it also took for a Kyrie off night. Uh, but game four, they all bounced back, and Brooklyn was able to steal that well, not steal one, run away with that one, really. Did you see the style um, lines? They combined for like, what, 104 points? Some, yeah. KD had like 40-something. Kyrie had Listen, 29. It's at so 39, and, uh, and James had uh, 25 and 18 assists or something like it's, that. It's so easy for them. It, 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 I, I need them to – I need the, the next round to start because I need to see Milwaukee really give them a run for their money. I want to see the Brooklyn Nets respond to adversity and respond to adversity as a team. All like you said, it's still one-on-one basketball. It's still KD get to your baseline jumper. James Harden lull your defender to sleep at the three-point line. Kyrie dance with the ball and acrobatic layup. It's always the same thing over and over again. There needs to be some sort of team play, and that team play has to come out when a team is able to challenge them defensively and and force them to play as a team. So it'll be really interesting to see that next series um, in the second round. Uh, Brooklyn should close this out absolutely 4-1 uh, Boston has no chance Kemba out Jalen Brown out that's what I was going to Robert Williams out Robert Williams out who's been, who's giving them great minutes so it's Jason Tatum and everybody else for, and, as, and, as Bill for Simmons calls them Tatum and the Tatumettes yeah like that's all it is <laughs> that's all it is Jason yeah. Tatum um, looks phenomenal by the way I don't think I don't want to take away from Jason Tatum He's so strong. I think he has like 94 points in two games. So strong, so balanced. His game is pretty complete now. Inside it's beautiful, out. Man. It, it, it's it's great. He's one of those young stars that you that the league is going to be, you know. Is he the next to. KD? Um in terms of like scoring? unstoppable scoring. He's not as lengthy lengthy as KD. KD can pull up over everybody. Um I, maybe if you put some size on Jason Tatum, maybe it'll it'll distract uh, him a little bit. He has way more bit. like He's size. big. No, but I'm saying like length. Someone to stop his shot. But he's he. You know, you know how we talk about Devin Booker looking a lot like Kobe Bryant. Jason Tatum looks a lot like Kobe Bryant too in the way he fades, the way he gets to his spots, the the footwork, turnarounds, um, the turnaround jumpers. So um, he's going to be one of those guys that's going to be leading the league in scoring very soon. He's going to yeah. be that one of those guys. Yeah. So to sum it up, Philly's leading three nothing. Atlanta up three one. Milwaukee one four zero. Brooklyn leading three one. A little disappointing, uh, not going to lie to you. The Eastern Conference is, I thought it would be more competitive, but it is what it is. Let's move on to the West, where virtually every series is tied. Pretty except, much. Except for the one that didn't play game four yet. Yeah. Uh, so we can start with that. The 1-8 matchup, uh, Utah-Memphis, they're playing game four tonight. Yeah. So, so far in the series, uh, Memphis stole a game. Then Donovan Mitchell came back. There was a lot of drama. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we got a chance to discuss that. Um, Maybe last week we did a little bit. Yeah, there was some much. drama about like you know that he was ready to play. They didn't let him play. Yeah. Then he ended up playing again right after. Uh, so they won the both games that he was there two one. John Morant in that game two loss forty seven points. He's a star. He's another another one of those young stars. Another. I was one. just gonna say another one of those young kids who's leading their team for their first playoff run, and you would never guess that it's his first time there. Yeah. He's playing out of his mind. He's playing extremely efficient basketball. Good. I honestly think that they're get, they're getting 
tossed by the referees. Like, the last game was a joke. Yeah, It was an absolute joke. Dylan Brooks is playing fantastic basketball. I hope that kid gets paid. He had, I think, 27 to 29 points last game with foul trouble. Right. It's just, you know, like, when you're going up against a team that's already the best record in the league, and on top of that, you're just getting worked by these refs. You don't have much room for it's, error. It's demotivating. So I, I like what they're about. I like their coach a lot. I think he's done a fantastic job with this team, getting them ready. Uh, and they don't look scared of anybody. So I, I like Memphis a lot. Memphis, um, yeah. They're, they're not going to win the series. They're don't get not. me wrong, but I like them a lot. Utah is flat out the better team. Uh, they got the better pieces. They got the more experience. They got the vets. Um, great coaching as well. I'm not going to let's not, you know, um, not give any credit to, to Quinn, Coach Quinn. Um, Memphis is going to be a team to reckon with for the future. Another one of those future teams. Um, what I love about Jaw is that, you know, he can score 42 points, but there's always other guys that he's getting involved. There's always other guys who are popping off. JV is always playing stellar. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan Brooks, like you said, had 29 last game as well, 2029. So they're not just relying on this one kid to take them over there, uh, take them over the hump. They've got great pieces. Um, they've got that Memphis grit. Slow mo, slow mo has been great like, for that team. Slow mo is like the perfect complementary piece to Jaw because like Jaw like is too fast. Exactly, slow mo is like too slow. So they really balance. You always each other need out. a glue guy, and slow mo yep. is that glue guy for them. Um, and you know they're gonna be a great team to watch in the future. And it, it they're gonna get that experience this year, and you're getting that experience against the number one seed in the, in the NBA. Um, so it's gonna be very valuable from going forward. What do you think about Bogdanovich in this series, man? That guy's a flamethrower. Yo, he he cooks everybody. It doesn't make sense, man. He doesn't. It's, it's not fair. It's, yo, I'm it's, telling he's a you, hooper. He's one of those hoopers, bro. People don't even realize, but if there is an Eastern European revolution, and Bogdanovich, Bogdanovich, Jokic, Doncic, Boban, Vucevic, all these men, all Vuc, these guys, bro. If they form a team, it's over for the. It's league. a nasty team. These guys man. are incredible. I don't know. It's like. It's like they were taught basketball in the purest of ways. Like they play such perfect basketball. It, it's, it's not just the skill; it's the IQ level too. They it's teach ridiculous. them how to play the game properly. These guys are the buckets. fundamentals. Both Bogdanovichs are buckets. Whether you're a guard, whether you're a point guard, whether you're a forward, whether you're a center, whatever position you are, you 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 have that knowledge. You know how to play the game, and it it shows in these European guys. They they all know how to get buckets. And it, it's impressive. It's it's crazy. It, 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 it doesn't make sense how they how well they do it. So in this series, in the, it was the one the game two where the after they they won, he had twenty nine points that game. Mm-hmm. It was just ridiculous. It felt like he was throwing everything in. And on this series, I think he's putting up. Uh, he's I mean his average on the year is seventeen. He's putting up twenty one a game in the playoffs. Yeah, and he's more efficient. He's going from forty three percent to fifty one from the field. Yeah. I mean, he's stepping up, man. Great players step up in the playoffs and, and not the other way around. They don't decrease their production exactly. in the playoffs. They increase it. So exactly. when you have that guy doing what he's doing and you have Gobert being Gobert, you have Donovan being Donovan, you have JC off the bench. Like you're, man, they, at some point they even had that kid. What was that guy's name? Uh, George. Uh, Niang? Niang. Georges? George? Georges? Yeah, George's Niang. Yeah. That guy was hitting threes. And it was like when he's banging, like what are you supposed to do? They're, they're just they're too, too loaded. They're too loaded they're for that team. Deep. Yeah. And did you know that Quinn Snyder was a shooter? Oh yeah. As a yeah. Apparently nice. he was a nice shooter, which Very makes nice. sense because all man, these guys are shooters. He's he's shooters. Steve Kerr was a shooter, and now his system is like the number <laughs> one shooting system. So speaking of decreasing productivity, yes. The Dallas Mavericks and the Los, and the Los Angeles Clippers tied two two. Crazy series. Um, man. Crazy series. No, t- 
I, I, no I teams won at home. I, I don't think we've seen a game yet where both teams have been playing well. It's either been one team playing really well, um, another team having one player play well, but the rest of the team not playing well, and obviously vice versa. Chris Stapps, Porzingis, averaged nine rebounds on the season. He's averaging 3.7 or just yep. under four rebounds in this series. I think Campazzo is averaging more rebounds as a five six, five eight, five nine, five eleven guard in the in the in the Denver yeah. Portland series. I understand it's a different series, but he's also five eleven. KP, you're seven something, seven, seven one, three. seven three. He's not just seven one; he's hella seven. He's so seven three. It's been it's, it's and Luca showed a lot of frustration in that game four. Um, and that game three, he didn't play too well uh, as well. His nerve damage in his neck. Yes, he was. He got he got injured in, in game three. Game three, yep. right? He um, had nerve damage in his neck, and he still played better than Przingis. Exactly, and then dropped only nineteen in game four. Shot fourteen percent from the three, thirty-seven percent from the field. Tough game four from him for for Doncic. Now you have an injured Doncic. He's getting better. He they they reported today he's he woke. You know what it sounds like to me. Have you ever had one of those things in the middle of like I, I it happened to me in intramural soccer in first year university? <laughs> I just I kicked you the ball wrong? and I turned and right when I turned I popped something in my neck. I don't mm-hmm. even know what it was. No contact and it, it was just like neck soreness. I couldn't move. Obviously his is probably on a grander scale, but yeah. when your neck but like if you have any nerve damage in that or like you can't move, bro. Of course not. Of course you not. Can't, you can't even look to your left or right, let alone play an NBA basketball game. So yeah. I don't even know how he played. He was in pain the whole game. They kept mm. putting the camera on him. He couldn't move. But he woke up better. I think he's going to – and they have like two full with days the rest, off. So I think he's going to get better. Um, but Kristaps Porzingis, man. Continue. I, it just, it, I, I can't. It hasn't been too good, honestly. Um, we got, like the, the Mavs – Already, when you match up against the Clippers, I mean, Clippers are a little bit better personnel-wise. The Mavs don't really have much. You, you know, game one, 14 points for, for KP, 20 points. In game two, nine points. Uh, in game three, shooting 30% in game three. And then 18 points, shooting 60%, 59% from the field in game four. Eight rebounds over those um, two games. Eight rebounds over those two games. Um, if you're shooting 59% from the field, I need you to shoot more. Because you shouldn't have only 18 points. Um, you need to shoot more. You need to be more assertive. Especially when you have Doncic injured, you need to go to him like, hey, give me the ball. Yeah. Give me the ball. Let me work. You're injured. Let me. I, I should have. KP has the size advantage over everybody. Um, KP is by no means you know, immobile. He can move. He can jump. Um, he can shoot. He should be able to take over a game. That The expectation for him to take over a game is, I think, very reasonable. And the way he's been performing has, just hasn't been enough. They need more. Uh, he missed all of his threes in game four. Shot twenty five percent from three in game two. In game three, um, was minus twenty one in game four. You- no, he, he's at this point. He's honestly like on the verge of being unplayable. Like he's he's such a negative. Yeah, my minus twenty one. That to be exact. What are you so, doing? Yo, uh, and, and you know what the scary part is? Chris Porzingis is locked in for the next three years. Do you want to know the amounts? Oh. Thirty one point six next year. Thirty-three point eight next year. His option is thirty-six mil, which he's going to opt into for sure. That's ninety-five mil more guaranteed after this year. And this guy is garbage. I hate calling him garbage because I know he can do better. I just he don't can't. understand. He, he's never he done can't. better. He can't do it. On the flip New side, New York's laughing right now, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the flip side, um, the Clippers have, you know, woken up a little bit in the last two games. 
Um, Kawhi Leonard's been exceptional all series. He had 29 last, uh, in game four. Uh, dropped 36 and 41 in game two and three, respectively. So he's been balling out. Paul George, um, uh, you know, a bit up and down. He had 20 points in game four. Um, 29 in game, 28 in game three and game two. And then game only only 23 points in game one. So the more I think Kawhi and PG and the rest of the team play together, I think the better they're going to get. What I do want to say is it's very embarrassing to watch Kawhi and Paul George not take on the challenge of guarding Doncic. They have Nick Batum, who, God bless his soul, I think he's 33, 34, 35 years old. Um, was a great defender in his prime in his heyday, but now he's a bit he's he's a bit older. Um, the fact that they're making Batum guard him, I think, is is ridiculous. You Paul George and Kawhi as top two way players in the, in the league take on that challenge. It's the playoffs. This guy's killing you. Doncic has been destroying them all series except for Game Four, which he's injured. Take on that challenge of guarding him. You don't have to guard him and put him on straps, but you can slow him down. I just don't think Kawhi can anymore. I, I don't know. I don't, we don't know. We never know what Kawhi can or cannot do. It's always been a, a mysterious situation for him. We don't know how healthy he is. We don't know how much he can move. But listen, if you can drop 41 points in a game, I think you can move your feet to guard a Doncic. Don't, but that's yeah. the reason he dropped 41 is because he didn't guard Doncic. But I don't think you need to drop 40, 41 every single game for you like, to win. I, the, and they didn't win that game. He dropped 41. So He I think, just dropped 41 yesterday. No, game two. Yesterday he dropped 29. Game two, he dropped 41. You don't need to drop 41 to win. I do think you're more viable giving them 25 to 30 and maybe slowing down a guy like John Chich, who's their only source of offense on that team. Yeah, but I think if they can let ev- let him do his thing and not let anyone else do their thing, it's over. The, the reason why they won game one or game one and two is because Tim Hardaway Jr. was Snapped. lights out. He was lights out. Dorian Finney-Smith had a huge game one. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson had a huge game two. All three of these guys were nowhere to be found at game home. Four. Yeah, yeah, game three and four. Three and four. Three and four. So if your game plan is going to be let me take out Brunson, let me take out Tim, let me take out Dorian, I don't want to see any of these guys put the ball in the net. Doncic, you can have your 40. Porzingis, you don't even you you don't need 40. to defend you. Can't you can't even get it. Yeah, it's unattainable <laughs> for you. I did, that's, a, that's a solid game plan for me. And then at that point, you're preserving fatigue if. on these guys. It's the first round. You can't have Kawhi running around chasing Doncic in the first I'm, round. I'm not saying chase him around 48 minutes a night. He shouldn't at all, he, I think. No, they have I too think, many options. They built the team for this reason. For Kawhi not to play defense. I agree. Yeah, they, Nick they, Batum they, they is a that. big dude. He's not the greatest, but, but he's a big guy. I don't want anyone to tell me these guys are two-way players. They're not. Um, it's evident. they don't. Not that they don't play any defense, but... They don't have that two-way label on them anymore where they go out and guard your best perimeter player or go out and guard one of you, the more elite perimeter players on another team and put up 25. Those yeah. days are over. I don't want to hear that. I anymore. also I also want to say, like, people are knocking PG a lot, and I think he's it's unfair. Been, he's been pretty solid. Man. He's been pretty think, decent. I don't think he's been pandemic PG. His, his <laughs> scoring in the playoffs is up a point and a half to 25. Yeah. I will say he's down to 30% from three, which is a little concerning from 41. Right. But his field goal percentage is up three percentage points given the fact that he's down so much on three. So he is more efficient from inside. Uh, and he's been putting up 25 a game. And I, I just, you know, at this point, the narrative changes, right? When they're down 2-0, this team sucks. Tyloo's this, yeah. this guy's that. Now it's 2-2 and Porzingis is this. Dantic is hurt. You're right. like, okay, at this point, I don't even know if Dallas can win another game in the series. It's probably going to be over like in it. six. It doesn't look like it. 
if if LA wins the next game at home, which they should, they're at home. Did you just go on it's the over. road though? <laughs> I don't think they, I don't think Dallas is gonna steal. Let's see the health. Let's see the health Perzingis of Doncic. Has to show up, man. Let's like see. The, let's see. Let's see the health of Doncic. See how he comes out in Game Five. Yeah. Um. Let's see just how KP feels like playing in Game Five, and and then we'll, we'll we'll go from there. But I I agree with you. If Doncic is injured in Game for Game Five or is playing injured and mm-hmm. they lose that one, there's no hope. I don't yeah. think there's any hope for them. So on the other side of the Staples is another uh, huge turn of events. You know how we talk about. At at one point we thought Dallas was gonna sweep. Now it's like okay. It like it. <laughs> so at one point in this series we thought Phoenix was gonna win the series after Game One. Yes. And then we were like, wow, CP's hurt. LA's not gonna lose not another game. Chance. Yeah. And now, AD Data Davis. Data. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Yo, how long did you think about that one? I saw it on Twitter. Oh, that's I saw a really on good one. Data, Data Davis. Oh, that's good. And yeah. uh, and what's his, what's Data. the other one? Uh, the, uh, what's his name? Skip Bayless called him always dinged. AD, AD? Al- always oh. dinged. But uh, I like Data I like Davis. Way Data better. Davis is way better. Data wow. Davis that's is really good. back on the injury list, man. We don't yeah. even know what what's happening with him. He, I mean, they they did an MRI, came back uh, that he did strain his groin. Uh, he's very unlikely Tough. to play for Game Five, and groins are very, very annoying injuries, man. Even even if he does play, he's uh, not going to be good. The way he came out when he from his last injury a few weeks ago when he played, he did not look good. He didn't look comfortable. Yeah. This is a groin. You're not going to be able to make the same movements you usually do. Um, Phoenix stole one in LA. Two two. Chris Paul has been injured too. Uh, I think that's feeling better. He's getting more range of 18 motion. Eighteen points last game. Yeah. So I think that's getting better. Yes. It's not looking good for the Lakers. LeBron at year 18 is going to have to carry. Yeah. How much can his shoulders take? Um, especially with the Lakers who have not been solid throughout these playoffs in the last few weeks. So, yeah. KCP also didn't play last game. They said they're expecting him to play next game, but who knows? Without KCP, that's also a huge hit. Yeah. So it's looking great for Phoenix. They're if they're healthy, if Chris yeah. Paul's healthy, they've 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 been playing well. Yeah. Um, Tom is laughing right now. Tom is laughing right now. No, um, what a luxury. This guy misses the playoffs for 10 years, and now they have the second best team in the West. It's not, it's not, There's it's no not transition. It's not like they go eight seed, six seed, then they get better. No, they're just gunning for the top. But, I mean, it's it's been a fun series, man. Like, I mean, we both, I think I, – I don't know about you, but I want Phoenix to win for sure. Um, It would be nice to have Phoenix we need win. A new king. It would be – I mean, I, I don't care too much about this series, about who, who wins. I don't have a preference. LeBron – Get, just get your rest. I There's guess. too much parity in the league now that I just want to see some other players. It, win. I, that's what I will say. It this this year's playoffs is going to be it's very interesting because any team can win. I mm-hmm. think any, it's it's really up for grabs amongst. You it's know, like the four, complete opposite of an asterisk. Exactly. And and <laughs> LeBron, you've had your run. Lakers won last year. I'm I'm more than okay seeing them out. Um, but the last series, Denver Portland, mm-hmm. um, tied at two two as well. Very competitive. Very chippy. Uh, a great matchup um, all across the board. Um, everybody matches up pretty well. Um, Normie. Norm had a – Storman Norman had a great game, 29, I think. Game he four, dropped. yeah. Uh, Dame struggled that game, so it was a great pick-me-up for, for, for Dame. to. Uh, he led know. the team. I think he um, led the game, actually. Norm, 11 for 15 from the field. Norm showing the value he's got, um, the value he can bring to a team next year. So that was a very big game for him. Um, Austin Rivers, I think, had a very big game three. Yep. Um, won and the game for them. In what game I was and and that's something now that I'm thinking about when 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 the Knicks had dropped him earlier this year in the mid, mid, you know in the middle of the season. I was curious as to why they did that because I think Austin Rivers could be 
a great veteran guy for you to have in, your play, Rose, in the playoffs. Um, and Denver made the pickup for Austin Rivers, and I said that was a very good pickup for them, and obviously now it, it paid dividends for them. I will say, though, game one, six points, game two, nine, game four, eight. Right. Game He's three, not, 21. It, it's, it did seem more like a one-off, but hey, man. He can contribute, though. If you're a midseason pickup exactly, and you exactly want us a that. playoff game, you have more than – you have more than fulfilled your duties. Exactly. So that's what it will, that's what I what, what I said what I meant is like Denver having him as a midseason pickup, he's gonna come in handy at some point for you. Mm-hmm. And he did uh in game three. Who do you think is gonna win? Are you still going I went Portland in six. Man, I went with the I don't underdog. Know. I think it's gonna go to seven for sure. Yeah. I don't think there's gonna be one team to win two of the next three. Uh sorry, the next two straight. Yeah. Um this one's up in the air for me because Jokic has been has been great, but the other guys are just not reliable enough. Like mm-hmm. the Austin Rivers, I can't trust that you're going to have another game like right, that. Like right. Capazzo, I don't know. Michael Porter had three points in game four. Yikes. Like, that's unacceptable, man. He's got to be one of those young guys too, man. Three points? Like I know for a fact uh, my internet's not giving yeah. me the, the field goal percentage, but here it is. But how many? One of three? Okay, there's something off about this. Did he get hurt? One of three, minus 17, Oof. 22 minutes. I need to search this up. Did he yeah. get hurt? I feel like he got hurt. Anyways, they need more guys. I just don't know. I think Portland ultimately is going to have more star power. Yes. And they I do think, have better, I think better pieces. Gonna, I think they're going to win it in seven. In seven. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna stick with the six, uh, with the original prediction, Portland in six. You think Portland can win three straight games? Two. Well, oh, well, yeah, they won that. Uh, I think it's doable, man. Um, given that. Uh, Dame had an off night and they had to rely on Norman Powell to really pick them up. I think that just shows the versatility of the team. It shows the depth of the team. Um, it's hard to be depth. It's very hard to be depth. And they're, they don't have reliance on guys who can't produce. Like if Denver's going to rely on Austin Rivers, that's not guaranteed. You're going to rely on a young guy in MPJ. That's not guaranteed. You're going to rely on a composite who's 5'11". That's not guaranteed. You look at Portland's roster, Melo can give you big buckets cj can give you big buckets dame big buckets nurk when he's feeling it can give you some buckets that you really need you got norm powell that can give you buckets so they've got a lot of pieces that can give them timely buckets mm-hmm. um and that's why i think it's going to be the difference in the, in the series so i'll stick with them in six absolutely man and with that being said i think that kind of sums it up i'm excited for the second round because as we progress things just get more entertaining yeah uh like i want to see i want to see a utah clippers matchup i want to see a denver phoenix or a denver lakers or even portland phoenix would be fun portland la would be fun so whichever way you slice it and then the east we already know what's coming that second round is gonna be a juggernaut series Mm. with milwaukee brooklyn kind of unfortunate that one of them is not going to make the conference final but you got philly on the other hand so So there's there's powerhouses i'm thankful as a fan man um and one one more thing i think that we should address as fans i know we talked about a little earlier but all that crap that's happening like the water bottles being thrown and all this stuff it's just unacceptable it has to stop uh but i do think that they scapegoated my guy in boston uh i don't really care much for him i think he's with the bottle they like charged them with a felony, bro. That's pretty wild to charge them for it with a felony. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. Assault with a dangerous weapon. That's a like, lot. I think you're stupid because you didn't read the room. You should know. There's this is the third. There's been three of these already this week. Yeah. And every single one of them, the fans are snitching. There. This is the guy who did it. They're yeah. not sticking up for you. Yeah. It's not malice in the palace. But you don't. Bro. You don't deserve. You don't deserve to be. You know, some to have someone stick up for you. Like yo, malice in the palace days. Remember? Yeah. They were, yeah. You wouldn't even. You wouldn't know. Yeah. But like. KD was asked about this, and he said it perfectly, in my opinion. Um, 
fans need to it's not about them mm-hmm. you come you enjoy the game it's you can you and I, I saw an interview with Rashid Wallace also um, who said you can say whatever you want to me say it to me say it about me but fans start talking about family talking about wives girlfriends mothers um, you go spitting how do you spit on another human being like that to that's, me is especially, especially filth, with like man. first of all like the pandemic going around like that is one thing already but like yeah. how do you as a human being have the lack of decency to spit on somebody else like that's just a, a moral thing and, and Katie said it's like yo like your mom wouldn't be ha- like, proud of you if you're throwing bottles at people if you're spitting on people like people just need to understand that it's, it's it's not just about mm-hmm. them they're also humans yeah Um, and go to the game enjoy the game don't just, yeah don't yeah. be like that no absolutely that's simple and before you go to the game, you can search us up uh, so you can get your insight and be ready for the game. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram TikTok. TikTok, literally all everything. Of all of it, all of we it. We do yeah. all of this for you guys, so you better follow and subscribe. And we will come at you next episode. Wait, wait. Shout out to the Balls Life Podcast Network. Now we'll come at you next episode. Peace.